0: welcome to they called us a movie testing the strength of friendships one terrible movie at a time subscribe to the podcast on itunes and other podcast services by searching they called us a movie we are part of the main enemy network and to find more from us check out the website at themaindami.com or on twitter facebook and instagram at themaindami. we're also now a proud member of geek 5s nation you can find them at gvnation.com welcome back to they call this movie this is anthony DelVecchio, with me as always is dan aquino and mark meyer say hello gentlemen hello ladies
1: Guys, this is when I normally do a bit, but I need to talk to you about something very serious.
2: It's not serious at all, is it?
1: They need to release a butthole cut. Yep. Hashtag release the butthole.
2: That's a a stance I can get behind, actually. Yes. If it gets rid of the
0: Snyder cut, bros, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, Mark is uh, teasing kind of how we're gonna make this movie better. Uh, with that bit but yes we decided this week for some reason and i'm gonna blame dan on this one to watch the 2019 feature film ad- adaptation of the broadway musical cats so this week is the cats week guys so guys where are you coming from with cats uh, well i want to know where you're coming from with that accusation sir i believe we had a text uh, chain that i said we could do what kind of genre are you guys looking for, or we could do something like cats or something else. And then you're like, well, I think we should do something that's a little more recent. I'm like, okay, cats <laughs> it is. I, I didn't want to.
2: <laughs> I never said that.
0: Well, uh, I could, I could I, screen no. grab it, and that'll be the the, the image that comes up when anyone hey, oh, this is this is a podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh all right fair enough fair enough <laughs> so you where are you guys coming there. from with cats uh I'm. i know the musical How i well? remember no i never saw it on broadway but i remember seeing the commercials mm-hmm. and i for some reason i wanted to see it and i was mm-hmm. i mean i was a kid and i like cats so i was like oh that looks like a lot of fun it looks very uh enchanting for for a young person and You know, then it went off Broadway and then everyone just kind of forgot about it as, you know, it drifted into legend. And then obviously this movie came out and I had no intention of ever seeing it. For some reason, I thought that Ron Perlman was in the Broadway
0: show, but I think that was Beauty and the Beast, right? Ron Perlman was on a TV show in the 80s. (laughs) That's where he was the Beast with Linda Hamilton was Beauty.
2: And I, I really think he was on Broadway.
0: Something Maybe. tells me it's he entirely was entirely possible. Broadway. I mean, that, he's got the face guy. for the play beast on Broadway
2: and and a cat, I guess, in that aspect, right? Yeah, yeah. I and mean, that's what I, I heard that this was a uh, a mess of a movie. So I was interested in seeing this. So I'm not gonna lie and say, well, why did we do this? But I, you know, I wish we hadn't. This was <laughs> this was a very sad movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so most of my early experience with it is the same as Dan's. You know, seeing the commercials on TV and everybody talking about it, I said to you in the uh, the preamble before we started recording that I have no idea how this show lasted 20 years on Broadway um, or however long it lasted. But the, the, the funny thing was, as this movie was getting released, at my job, I worked with somebody that went through, like, musical theater like high school and college went and got degrees in you know acting and singing and all that um and i brought up oh cats is coming out you're excited he's like fuck that play <laughs> and i was like oh man i was like who made this popular if the one musical theater nerd who watches like the high schools compete on local broadcast television is like fuck this i have no idea why this is popular but it seems like actors love it because they signed up for this and yeah, it. The thing I mentioned to you guys was I was half upset, half joking when I said when I said I missed the first run of this when the mistakes were in it. But I'm glad the version we watched also had those mistakes, and it made me feel better that I didn't waste my money going to see it. Those mistakes were not worth even a six dollar matinee show to go in and see. Sure. But yeah.
0: Okay. I hope this is the version that wasn't fixed. <laughs> Because yikes, they <laughs> yeah. spent all the money uh, getting Jason Joulo's uh, bulge out of there and forgot everything else. Um I had no idea what this movie was or what the play was about like the entire run. I was aware of that the movie that the play had existed, and you know everybody heard how terrible this movie was. I, I think the most I knew about this production play was song memories. I think that's the the most lasting pop culture part of Cats, I guess. You know, it is the longest running one. of It was at, at a point, the longest running play on Broadway and in London's West End. So I don't know. Was it maybe cheap to produce? I, don't know. I,
1: don't know. I, I, I knew the ending talking to that, my coworker, because I just said to him, I was like, how does it end? And he gave me that look like, do you really want to know? Mm. Like one of those. And he told me and I was like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> like that's the entire play. It feels like it's one of those plays that was written like, oh, I got to get a play out. Oh, I want to do a play about cats, you know. And then it's Andrew Lloyd Webber, right? Who mm-hmm. wrote it. Yep. Just was like, yep, sure, got it, done. And then it probably after a few years, they probably went, oh shit, this is <laughs> this is more popular than we thought. Uh, I guess keep riding this train. There's no way they could have fathomed that it would have went on the run. It went on. I'm thinking it's just one of those things where. He had this idea, he was like, yeah, let's just throw this on, it'll play for six months, and it gives me time to work on my real passion. It's got to be for people to love cats. I mean, I love cats and the animal, but I don't think I could sit through a play about singing cats. I mean, I just sat through a movie, but.
0: Yeah, Big Bang Theory was on for 11 years, so who knows, (laughs) you know. It's no accounting for taste. Uh, but Cats, 2019, was directed by Tom Hooper, the Academy Award-winning director behind The King's Speech, as well as the Danish girl in Les Miserables. It was based on the play by Andrew Lloyd Webber, based on T.S. Eliot's Old Possum's Guide to Practical Cats. Premiered in London's West End in 1981 and on Broadway in 1982, and for time, as mentioned earlier, was the longest-running musical in both theater districts. As I an wish IMDb... they would have
2: kept that, uh, that, that title. Why yeah, yep. didn't they keep that? What was it? The uh, old possum's guide to great cats. Say it again.
0: T.S. Eliot's old possum's guide to practical
2: cats. Yeah. I mean, that just screams. Oh, that looks so good on the matinee, right? Yep. <laughs> I wish they would have kept that.
1: Takes up the entire matinee. Oh,
2: but come on. It just rolls right off the
1: tongue.
2: <laughs> what do you guys want to see this weekend? Oh, let's go see T.S.
0: Elliot's.
1: Oh, 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 possum's guide <laughs> to practical cats. Come on. Yeah.
0: We'll take the whole family. <laughs> Uh, this has an IMDb score currently of 2.8 oh. and a Rotten Tomato score of 20%. Not a zero. Surprised. Mm. So Sur- U.S. Yeah, should have been in the teens. Yeah. U.S. gross 27 million. Budget. anybody want to take a guess at what this costs? I'm gonna say 120 mil. Okay.
1: I was gonna say an even 200.
0: Wow. Nope. Not that much. Ninety-five million dollars okay. it costs. Okay. Okay. So, still lost a ton of money, and this is the reason why Universal can never update their parks. Because <laughs> They trot out movies like. That's why they still got the E.T. ride. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they need to get the Mac and Me ride. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, not as bad as Bird of Prey though. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. That's uh, way this, worse.
0: This stars James Corden, Dame Judy Dench. Jason Derulo, Idris Elba Introducing Francesca Hayward Jennifer Hudson, Sir Ian McKellen And Taylor Swift And this movie is It's barely a movie We say a lot in these In the opening that like We've just watched a movie that barely has any plot But this literally has no plot This movie is 90% introductory songs And then yeah. a third act Where they just shit talk dogs Yeah Yeah
2: <laughs> I was saying in the in the group ch- uh, group chat before we we recorded, I feel like I could have stopped watching at any point in this movie. And it really wouldn't have made a difference to me understanding the plot because it just meanders.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? It, it makes no sense. There, there's an antagonist, but we
0: yeah. don't know why he's an antagonist. He's just evil. Yeah. Uh, he, does there... have, he does have a, a reason by, behind what he's doing. He's the only person with an actual arc not really even an arc just a a a to b i would say well he um, he wants line. to
2: be he wants to be jellicleized I, he I wants don't... to be
0: the jellicle the jellicle choice at the right. jellical ball where all the jellical cats go and they sing their jellical songs yep. and it's
2: <laughs> that word comes up so many times and my wife and i were listening to it and she keeps she kept saying why do they keep saying genitals what's a genitals cat it's like, no, I think they're saying angelical. Like, that makes more sense, like, right? They want to be like mm-hmm. the best cat. And yeah. then it turned out right before we recorded that you were saying, Ant, that the, it's
0: basically they get to die. Yes. So the whole plot, which we're going to go through, really my, my notes on the plot are just basically descriptions of each cat we're introduced to. But the entire plot of the movie is basically we follow this one cat that has just been thrown out onto the street in Victoria. And she's introduced to the jellical cats, which is sort of a street gang for cats where they're preparing for the jellical ball, where their matriarch will select one of the jellical cats, whoever they're choo- her choosing to be reborn. They're going to go to a higher plane of existence and be reborn. Uh, so basically, it's this is a competition to decide who gets to die. It's a very okay. odd, odd storyline. I ne- wouldn't have guessed in a million years that that's what this movie was or what this story was about. But yeah. No, I, to me, it seemed almost
2: like Toy Story before Toy Story. You know, like, oh, cats, when no one's around, they come out to play and they get into all sorts of mischief. And this is what they do in the alleys. But no, it's
0: I, it's a cult. I can't, I couldn't decide if this was Toy Story or Cars. Well, there's humans in no. it. There's there's a single human, right. but we have get animals in costumes and one that's an actual magician. So it's kind of telling that line. It's like, is this Muppet Babies even? Maybe it's Muppet <laughs> yeah. Babies. Maybe, yeah, that's a good compromise. <laughs> cats, the Muppet Babies of musical theater.
2: <laughs> it's one of the things that bothered me the most about this movie is that the cats seem to wear other cats Yes, you know, right? Because they're Judy wearing fur coats. wearing
0: a cat fur coat. So yes. they're.
2: It's definitely a cult where they kill their own. Maybe the cat that gets the, uh, chosen to be the jellical cat is just murdered viciously, and then they make their
0: skin a, a into coat a coat. For
1: yeah, Judy Dench. For,
0: for Dame Judy now, Dench. they're all Jellicle. Just so like okay, the opportunity is to ascend to the a heavy, heavy side layer and come back to a new Jellicle life. So a reincarnation sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, they could just be like, oh, well, we're going to come back eventually, and then the next cat that shows up is like, oh, it's been, you know, Griselda's been reborn, guys. Right, they don't have any who's, idea. Who's going to go against Dame Judy Dench? Exactly. I want to see Cats 2, where there's a rival gang that um, Macavity starts up, where they start questioning and rising up against the jellicals that's what i want to say you
2: you can kind of make it into an animal farm type of movie right yeah yeah or yeah. like les miserables but for cats Ooh. <laughs> viva la revolution mm-hmm. i love it yes now this movie
0: it really has no s- substance to it so what do we do we just want to talk we could talk about how just how much these cats just want to fuck this is well, a horny ass movie <laughs>
2: It's very, yeah, it's very, uh, especially when Rebel Wilson, like,
0: lifts her legs and, like, scratches herself. It's very gross. Mm -hmm. I have in my notes, specifically, that specific scene where I say, I ordinarily tolerate Rebel Wilson, but the fact that her portion starts with her scratching her cat crotch makes her entire presence here unpleasant.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, again, none of us have seen the play. So we don't know if that's what happens with her character, but I, knowing Rebel Wilson, I feel like she took liberties, and that was definitely one of those liberties.
1: Are you are you telling me that Fat Amy didn't play it straight in this?
2: That's yeah. <laughs> believe uh, believe it or not, I think she decided. Well, this is what cats kind of do, and I'm you know I'm funny. This is my kind of comedy. I'm just gonna do that, and I guess they let her get away with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's she seems to be doing this, you know, the usual Ripple Wilson shtick. She might have even be in wrote her own lines. Yeah, but thankfully she's not in for very long. No, so that's a mercy that they give us. <laughs> yeah. So you guys want to get into this whatever whatever we're gonna call a plot this this week? Uh, yeah. We can try. Yeah. I, I don't know
2: what I this is gonna be either just a huge rant episode
0: or just real quick. Yeah, we might be able to we might be able to knock this out in like 25 minutes. Yeah, you know, we, we have to get on our game. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you got anything for us, Dan, before we go?
2: Of course, yeah. I want to give a shout-out to our good friend Tia from Geek Vibes Nation. And I want you, all of our listeners, to check out the Top Ten with Tia, a weekly podcast where Tia and her crew tackle a number of entertaining topics like the Top Ten Movies of the Year or the Top Ten Worst On-Screen Couples. This podcast has it all. Don't miss out. and. Mark can attest to how fun it is, because he was on, not this past episode, the episode before it.
1: Yes, with okay. the uh, with the epic movie Snowpiercer.
0: Not as good as Cats, right?
1: Never. Not That's what everyone Cats says. That's what we've
0: realized. Um, <laughs> okay, so yes, check out Top Ten with Tia, and we're going to take a quick break. But before we do, we're going to take a minute to listen to a couple messages from Friends of the Podcast. So we will be right back.
1: Subscribe to the best little horror house in Philly and I'll see you boils and ghouls over there. Welcome back
0: and it's time to get into the plot for Cats from 2019. We open up on a London alleyway where a faceless human, our only human character we're going to see, gets out of a car and tosses a kitten in a bag into the alleyway. And a bunch of cats that look like what happens when you face swap with a cat, cut the bag open to let the cat out and then sing about Jellicles. Now, as we yeah. mentioned, Jellicles are like a cat gang, and we hear all about Jellicles right now. Yeah,
1: yeah and the uh, the the great thing is is when I first noticed that we may have gotten the good copy of the movie, because um, immediately I noticed the human hands
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and went, oh.
0: It's creepy. It's creepy yeah. that the hands are human hands and the feet are human feet.
1: The, yeah.
0: It would be so much better if they had, like, just fluffy gloves on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're really like they really needed to lean more into the cat in the hat uh area <laughs> yes to make this a more pleasant uh, yeah. experience overall
1: yeah yeah the uh the the human hands thing was so weird um i'll say the the face stuff is creepy but at least you know i'm like all right, i can kind of see it but the emo- immersion is totally lost with the hands yeah
0: there's def- there's definitely a uh uncanny valley thing going on here it's like you you kind of have to pick it you're either like if you're gonna you you would have been better off just dressing people up like cats but then walking around like humans yeah you're you have people cg'd to look like cats and they're writhing around and and walking around on their four on four legs it's weird and then they're not even walking around on four legs sometimes they do though it, it they'll, they'll shift like... between it they'll dance on four legs let's let's put it that way yeah,
2: yeah. I, okay so that makes more sense because a lot of times when they would move like they'd be on their knees they'd mm-hmm. be on their their hands and knees so i kept thinking to myself was like well, well this makes no sense because they're not real cats then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why could yeah why not just cgi the whole body at that point yeah yeah, yeah. this then... whole thing is just like a, a like a fever nightmare
1: yeah
2: like, just this is what happens when you're on death's door. This is what you see, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, they, they'll they probably never release it, but I want to see the behind-the-scenes footage of this when it was green-screened or whatever. And of see people, if it... Yeah, people just
0: walking around like cats.
1: Yeah, and see if it rivals the Space Jam Michael Jordan green screen <laughs> when it's just Michael Jordan surrounded by people in green suits. Um, because, you know, he's the only human in that most of that movie. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but, yeah, it just... It, it, the, the green screen stuff's got to be got to be great content in terms of a video. Um, just seeing how um, I, I would love to know who got to set and was like, oh wait, the cat stuff is in CGI. <laughs> I have to walk <laughs> around like a cat. I'm like, I already yeah. signed so, the contract.
2: So we we know. I think we all know the this year's uh, Oscars where Rebel Wilson and James Corden came out in their cat costumes and just. Proceeded to rip apart. Mm -hmm. You know, they basically were making fun of their CGI. Yeah. Uh, And and a lot of people were upset. Like, yo, you know, people worked on that. People, and yeah, fair enough, people worked on it. That doesn't mean we can't just eviscerate it because (laughs) it it looks very poor. I I, and I don't want to be the guy who goes crazy
0: on it, but this looks kind of like first timers doing some of this. Yeah, it's as as someone that has worked with animators and stuff like that. It's the, the product you get out of animation is the money you put into it, the money you put into it and the time you give them 100% of the time. So I don't know if there was a lack of money spent on the, the CG. Cause I mean, it's, it was a $95 million movie um, or they tried to rush that portion of, of the production, but it shows, I mean, I don't know in terms of the faces. I think that's the look they were going for. I don't yeah. know what else they would have done at that point. At like with long, with more time, I think it was a poor choice more than anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The fate, the faces felt like, um, the first Sonic, you know, was yes. like, that's what they're going for. Uh, but they didn't have the chance to, you know, or have the time to go back and redo it. Like Sonic did, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, it was just a bad choice. It's what they obviously spent the most time worrying about because the rest of the CGI is crap. And obvious that they sent out a cut of the movie that like still had human features where they obviously meant to, you know, put in some kind of cat CGI for hands and stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, Dame Duty Dench is walking around with a wedding ring, you mm-hmm. know, in the movie. But yeah, it seems like like the faces were what they were worried about. Didn't make great choices on those and I think that's where most of the money went. And everything else was a rush job, and it obviously for a movie with this kind of you know star power um it it seems like it should have had more attention detail
0: yeah, I think like their their misstep with the faces is just you're not giving them muzzles, you know cats do not have human-shaped faces, and like I said, it's like it's what you get when you like face time with when you swap face swap with your cat. Like you get your human-shaped face, and then there's a, a a cat face there, just taking up the same yeah. shape. It's it looks weird. They should have put, like I said, cat in the hat. You should put some whiskers on that face. I mean, it would have spent everybody would have spent eight hours in a chair, but yeah. then you should have done all CGI like they were originally planning to before the director came on board. Um, yeah, this was the equivalent of like a video game crunch.
2: Mm -hmm. That's what it seemed, where they need to get the the game out ASAP, and then they cut corners. So I don't know if this was the same situation with Cats, where they needed to get the movie out ASAP. I I don't know if they – because it released later in the year, right? When did this come out? Like Christmas time. It was like a Christmas release. I don't know if they were trying to get nominated for anything. I I mean, I doubt
0: it, but – I mean, I get – you know, you're bringing a guy like Tom Hooper – you're probably at, at the very least at the early onset, you're thinking, you know, how much can, how many things can we get nominated for? And they did get one nomination for the, for original song, mm-hmm. uh, beautiful ghost that was co-written by Taylor Swift. Um, but I, there must've been at some point where they're like, well, well, maybe not award season, but you know, family film It's a family friendly film for the most part, besides it being so horny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that, that Christmas that Christmas season is always big for those sorts of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where real quick, where does this rank
2: in the, I think I know your answers, but in terms, I don't know how much you guys enjoy musicals overall, mm-hmm. but if you've seen uh, musical films, where does this rank for you guys?
0: Um, It's pretty down near the bottom. I, yeah. I disliked into the woods much more. Now um, Why? I I don't know. Maybe it was the fact that I went to the movies to see it. Oh, okay. That and thirty seconds into the movie my wife turned around and said, Wait a minute, this is a musical? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah And I just thought I thought everybody was terrible in that movie more more or less. Okay. Um this this movie's just an oddity. I I did and beve and some uh, some smokables while I uh, while I watched it the first time. Um, so you had the better experience out of all of us then, yeah, probably. Okay, uh, <laughs> don't rub it in. And it was, it's this is just a more baffling experience than Into the Woods, so it gets those points. Yeah. What about you, Mark?
1: Yeah, so it would probably be at the bottom for me because I haven't seen Into the Woods yet <laughs> from Anthony's recommendation, um, there, but uh, yeah, I. You know, musicals have you know have a place in you know film where when they're done right, they're really good and um, like I, I like the Les Misérables recent one um, that was well done. They got the same kind of star power they got for this you know based off the reputation of the of the musical. Um, but it just seems that this one you know like it doesn't have a point or and the CGI is bad. Like there's not even anything to really grab onto. Um, you know like I, half the time I couldn't even tell which cat was which yep um at multiple points uh so yeah yeah w- with this this is this is what I I would say this is the type of musical and musical theater that people who don't actually know what good musicals are think is a good musical
2: yeah i say that's a fair assumption now can i be honest with you when i sure. watched this movie i could have sworn the song getting to know you was from cats but I,
0: I think that's the king and I, right? Uh, On the spot, um, I don't
2: know, I but I, that, that sounds right. right. Yeah. But I, I kept thinking, I was like, when are they going to sing Getting to Know
0: You? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. When are they going to get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: I, I was, I was kind of psyched for that. I was like, oh, I like that song. That's a good song. <laughs> and now I realize why, because it's in a much better musical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because I'm going over the, the list of musicals right now, like Greatest Showman, uh, Sound of Music, obviously, Grease,
0: Um I would say the Greatest Showman is not a great movie, but the soundtrack is pretty catchy. I,
2: yeah, I do like the soundtrack. I mean, Chicago, I like Chicago. I I watched that with Jen for the first time a few years ago, and I, never, I was never a musical guy, but I actually did enjoy Chicago. I've never uh, seen it. I, I watched a little bit of the Phantom of the Opera with Chard uh, Butler, and there's there yeah there's some good songs in there, but oh man, the,
0: I think that's another Andrew Andrew Lloyd Webber.
2: It's just yeah. a very strange choice for the, uh, the Phantom there, but there are there are a couple songs that are catchy, and then there's nothing catchy about this musical Cats. Yeah. It's uh, it, it all blends together.
0: Yeah, I mean obviously the showstopper is Memories. Um and, and Jennifer Hudson, I'll give credit where credit's due. Jennifer Hudson's vocal performance at the end of the movie is is well done, and I think the song that Taylor Swift wrote is actually not a bad song. Um, which it play it her single plays at the end of the it plays in the credits, which you could hear if you wanted to, but I don't suggest that. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, none, none of the other songs are very memorable i mean they're memorable because they introduce us to the cats so if we're going to remember any of the cats names we kind of have to remember the songs yes Um, Uh, but other than that yeah um
2: yeah and uh getting to know you is from the king and i i just looked it up so we
0: can watch that next (laughs) so uh the cats all sing around victoria who's the white cat that we first meet uh played by francesca hayward who is, from what I could tell from my research, like the number one ballerina in the entire world.
2: Um, Does that like, make her
0: Prima Ballerina? I guess. Is that I don't what know. it is? I don't know if she's. I think that's an official title. I don't know if that's her.
2: Or is that like just the Russian uh, version, Prima I have, Ballerina? I, I have I no idea. Have
0: no idea. This is getting into territory that I could not confirm nor deny. But I know, just looking at her um, past in terms of ballet, she was the Royal Theatre Company in London and basically. Every uh, ballet she was in, since she started there, she was the lead. So I'm assuming she's very good at what she does. Kind of wasted on this movie. Yep. Yeah, she has some good moments in here. She has some moments where she actually does ballet. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: I, I remember one part towards the end when she uh, uh, when Jennifer Hudson is nominated or chosen, mm-hmm. and she like snuggles her face and then dances away. Mm. And it was it was really off-putting. <laughs> like, why are we doing this right now? This is very
0: weird. Yeah, I don't like it. It. it's like they just they pick these moments to just remind you that these are cats.
1: Yeah,
0: it's like oh, just remind, remember these cats. are cats. Like they'll nuzzle each other, or James Corden will throw up a hairball, <sighs> yeah. and then well, and then when, they'll move on.
2: When he disappears. Yeah, like well, he gets his little scene, and you know, it's super insufferable when he disappears. I thought he died, and I was like, Oh, all right, cool,
0: that's not yeah. bad then. But yeah, Th- he... this
2: movie does a good job of getting rid of terrible characters fairly quickly.
0: <laughs> so, uh, they sing their song, and then they scatter when McCavity, the evil cat, shows up, and all the other cats run off, leaving Victoria, the new white cat, alone. And uh, everyone is too good for this movie, but Idris Elba is trying his hardest to elevate this garbage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, So then Victoria introduces herself to the other cats once McCavity leaves. And then there's a song about cats and their names. Um, So basically what I learned from this song is that every cat has a hood name. Yes. Um, (laughs) Right. They have their house name and then they have their hood name. So that's why we get stupid names like Rum Tum Tugger, (laughs) Jenny and Dots. Jesus fucking Christ. Someone wrote that. Someone wrote these names. Yeah. I just kept. We know his t- name. It's Andrew <laughs> I kept thinking of Rum Tum Tugger
2: nuts from uh <laughs> from Tropic Thunder. Yes. That,
1: that actually could be where that reference is coming from. And I think it that's where it certainly came from. Is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what a weird reference to pull from right in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Did you just refer to
0: me as one of the characters from Cats? <laughs> and no one probably no one picked up on it. Yeah. Um. So they sing their song about their hood names and they wind up in a cemetery and they dance where Francesca Hayward gets to show off her ballerina skills, and we get the sense that everybody wants to fuck Victoria. Uh, Mr. Mistopheles shows up and stumbles around like an idiot, and he's a magician cat. We learn that. And then Strap, who is the only person that does not get an intro song, who is basically our exposition dump, talks about the Jellicle Ball. And we learn once a year, one jellicle cat is chosen by old Deuteronomy to ascend to a higher plane of existence, um, and I think they called it uh, the heavy side layer, and then gets reborn as another cat. Do um, any of you
2: know what that means by any chance? The heavy side layer? Yeah. Nope. Okay. Neither do I. I just uh, wanted to see. Honestly, yeah. I didn't
0: know if I missed something.
1: I, yeah, I had thought it was heaven side there. It, mean, layer it
0: means heavy, uh, heaven, but yeah. they have a specific name for it because it's it's yeah, lore. It's cat lore. You got to know cat lore. Oh, okay. Well, you I'm, own. I'm not
1: versed in cat.
0: Lore.
2: You own cats, Ant. why don't you know this?
0: I asked them both if they were angelical cats, and they did not respond to me. Well, they gave you the silent treatment, huh? The old silent yeah, cause, treatment.
1: Because they ain't snitches.
0: That's true. <laughs> Right. True. The I wonder what their hood, are. <laughs> their hood names
1: are.
2: Their hood names Would you be disappointed if you found out your cat has a really terrible
0: hood name? <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> but based on these other hood names, yeah, they probably do. <laughs> so, what would the if off the top
2: of your head, if you could think of a, a hood name for your cats, what would they be? <laughs>
0: That's put me on the spot, man Yeah, I, I, I mean, know I, gotta I think was... of a ridiculous name Like Mr. Mistopheles Or <laughs> Monk Strap Or Rum Tum Tugger Or Grizabella Or Bustafer Jones <laughs> yeah, I Well, think about it And okay. get back if, okay. if you can If you can If yeah. not,
2: it's totally fine Because I put you on the spot Yeah Mark, you can do the same thing Bart yeah. Harley Jarvis the Tiny Boots <laughs> tiny Squigs Shorterly <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's essentially just Nonsense yeah. Any words you put together are gonna are gonna fit.
0: Tiny mm. dinky daffy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I like uh, it. I don't okay. think I can top that. <laughs> uh so where was I? Uh this this is the part of the movie where we get the what this movie in play decides is better than a plot. Countless character introduction songs. Yeah. We get Jenny and Dot's first song by is Played by Rebel Wilson. Uh, this yeah. is, again, where we uh, she's scratching her cat crotch. Makes her entire presence here unpleasant. <laughs> she's uh, called the Gumby Cat, which I don't know what that means. Because it's not Gumby like Gumby. It's G-U-M-B-I-E. So basically, we learn from her song, she spends all day sleeping lazily, hanging around the house. But when it's nighttime, she trains the mice and cockroaches to dance and sometimes eats them. Yeah. As the fro- and,
1: and she so. can also unzip her own skin. Yep.
0: This is the first moment where you get a sense that they all have human hands, which is much worse than if they have big fluffy gloves on. And then there's a chorus line of cockroaches, and then Jenny and Dots unzips her skin to reveal clothes underneath her skin,
1: <laughs> and then it
0: eats the cockroaches. Um,
1: yeah. Imagine being cast in this movie as one of those cockroaches.
0: Yeah, it's kind of, it's, I know they're cockroaches and cats, but they all have human faces, so it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's very, uh yeah, it's very odd, to say the least um yeah and and
2: then I, I didn't really have anything to say about that scene it was just like you said unpleasant yeah from right. from start to finish really yeah
1: the the only interesting <laughs> thing was the mouse band i don't know not to me giving it credit not, you know, none, a lot of credit yeah nothing <laughs> about that scene
2: gave me any pleasure
0: get out of here yeah, with that's the positivity interesting. mark <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's no place for it within these walls
0: and then out of nowhere we get rum tum tugger who's jason gerulo sans his bulge and he's yep. a curious cat and really wants to fuck Victoria. And in a long enough timeline he probably will. Um and I guess he's just like the Jason DeRulo of cats. Um, yeah. They don't really give him any other characteristics other than he fucks, and he definitely fucks.
1: Yeah. Um, does he does he say his name a bunch in the song? Uh, <laughs> that would make him the Jason Derulo of cats. Mark, uh, I
0: think if you paid attention into this movie, everybody says their name a lot in songs, <laughs> <laughs> or people say the other person's name a lot in songs. <laughs> I, I if I had a nickel for every time someone said Rum Tum Tugger is a curious cat, um, <laughs> they a shitload of nickels. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they eventually wind up in a milk bar um, So all these cats Are about to get diarrhea Because you don't give cats milk guys. Little t- did you give your cats milk When you first got them No it's just what you know oh, you okay. don't give, I, well. That's why you pick up cats You get cats at a certain time When they're done drinking milk from their mom And then you drink, give them water Otherwise they'll shit all over the place <laughs> and There's nothing well, worse than cat diarrhea The more to you be, know yeah, To be fair
2: I did not know that So yes. Thank, thank you for care. your... Yeah, so thank you for your knowledge. Thank
0: you for dropping truth bombs on me. <laughs> and then Derulo leaves the milk bar, and then he sees Grizabella, and he hisses at her and leaves. Yeah, imagine imagine having to hiss, like being a human, an actor, slash performer, <laughs> as Jason Derulo is. And he has to hiss like a cat in this movie. I kept thinking that
2: when uh, Ian McClellan shows up, Sir Ian McClellan shows up, yeah. and there's a famous story... When he was working on The Hobbit and he cried off set because it was basically just him working with a green screen and him Mm. saying, like, I didn't I didn't become an actor for this. And I just kept thinking, like, how sad must he have been with this movie? (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking the
0: same thing, especially him, because he looks just tired.
2: Yeah, he he has nothing. He doesn't. It looks like he gives bare minimum for the most part.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I wonder if it's something where um maybe uh, Judy Dench was like, hey, uh I just got hired for Cats. Uh, you want to play the character that's introduced with me?
0: You know, it's probably... They shot it in London, so I'm sure it was like, oh, yeah, no, it's right down the street from me. I'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, you can me for like a week, you know? Yeah, yeah,
2: maybe, it was, uh, maybe he was a fan of the musical because he was on
0: Broadway. Sure. I know Judy Dench was originally cast in the london performance of it as jenny and dots back in 81 but had to drop out at the last minute she They're didn't want to like scratch it. her crotch probably not <laughs> um so then we get introductory song with grizzabella the the glamour cat played by jennifer hudson who is old and mangy but she used to be a jellicle but left them and lives in the wasteland
1: because <laughs> she's hooked up
0: with Mccavity. that's the rumors going around and the jellicles they said but yeah. Some others say otherwise, and they hate her guts because she's old and yeah. angy. But then Buster for Jones comes in. Buster for Jones, played by James Corden, who's a fancy fat cat that wears a top hat and tails, and wants to be reborn as a skinny cat. So you get fat all over again uh, <laughs> at this moment. That's,
2: that's another problem with this movie. They do a lot of cat puns, right? You know, like the fat cat, the whole that whole thing. They they definitely don't, uh they don't skip out on it. And yep. I was really hoping that they wouldn't do that.
0: What? what? What kind of hope did you really have for that? Well, I thought
2: maybe <laughs> this... I thought the movie would be a little bit more self-aware. Nope. You know, like, oh, we yep. don't need to do cat puns because people will get it. But no, nope, nope. they uh, they, uh, they disappointed me yet again.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So meanwhile, while Buster Jones is uh, about to get started... We see McCavity show up, and he turns Jenny, Dot, Jenny and Dots into Thanos dust. And then Bustopher Jones has his song. He seems like an asshole, which is fitting based on things I've heard about James Corden. <laughs> and at one point, he interrupts a three-way Rum Tum Tugger was angling to have in the trash can. And then at the So end he can his... get drunk. Yep. And then at the end, McCavity tempts Bustopher Jones with a trash can full of food. So he jumps in, but it's bottomless, and Bustafer disappears our next that's, song
1: that, which, uh, that's about it
0: <laughs> right yep. and to the next scene yep <laughs> then we get uh a two-for-one song uh with uh characters that i don't understand why we were ever introduced to them because they could lift right out uh rumple teaser and mungo jerry they're a couple yeah. of petty thieves
1: yeah i think that's they just that. come back at the end yeah apparent,
0: fast, but... apparently they're uh, a little they're tight with the macavity a little bit. Yeah. Um, can i just say i like mungo jones but mungo not for jerry a cat.
2: mungo jerry i'm sorry mungo jerry is a not a good cat name it's a good gorilla name mungo
0: jerry i believe mungo jerry was the name of the band that played in the summertime oh uh, yeah uh, mungo in jerry the summertime, in the okay, summertime. Well, yep there you bad go 1970 cat name. bad cat
2: mungo. name great band name <laughs> great gorilla name
0: um so rumple teaser and mungo jerry they just they they <laughs> steal things so they take Victoria, they make her steal things too, and they're just in their house stealing shit. They eventually they break a vase, which causes a dog to get alerted, and Rumpelteaser and Mungo Jerry disappear. Meanwhile, Victoria gets tangled in some jewelry, and Mr. Mistopheles comes in to save her. So they have their little uh, romantic moment.
1: They're meat cute.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've already met. So I think Mark just like
2: saying meat cute, yeah. I that's the out. second time in a row, second like week in a row.
0: It's the uh, the quota we gotta fill is the one, uh, the one meat cute. But no, uh, <laughs> so they get away from the dog that we never see the dog because dogs are bullshit according to this movie. Um, and we cut to where McCavity has taken Buster Jones and Jenny and Dots. They wind up on a barge in the middle of the Thames. And poor Ray Winstone shows up as Growl Tiger. What is you doing in this movie, man?
2: He has no business being in this movie. And he definitely makes that apparent.
0: Yeah. Was he in Les Miserables? Uh, I can't remember. And I saw that movie. Yeah. I'm wondering. It would make sense. Just because I know Russell Crowe is in it. And it's just kind of like, oh, well, those two guys together, (laughs) (laughs) neither of them can sing. Right, and they're just unpleasant bastards. Yeah, but I don't, I don't see him in the in the top listing, so I'm gonna assume he's not in it. But yeah, maybe Russell Crowe is supposed to be in it, and they're just like, ah, he backed out. <laughs> I think I Ray Winstone. Man, what are you doing in this? <laughs> it's, just, it's just very unfortunate. There's
2: and there's a lot of
0: mistakes made in this yeah. movie. He plays uh, McCavity's kind of henchman, Growl Tiger, who runs the barge. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where McCavity is getting these powers from, but he's got them. Um,
1: right. That's matters.
0: It's never explained where all these powers come from, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where the Muppet Babies shtick comes in. Yeah. Right. It's just unexplained natural. Yeah. Phenomenon. It's like, are these things really happening, or is it just kind of like cat imagination? Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, I remember when uh, Idris Elba, you
2: know, slashes away Rebel Wilson. I was like, oh great, she's dead, but no, mm-hmm. she, she comes back at one point. And it's just mm-hmm. like, oh well, that's a huge letdown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um so then Mr. Mistopheles and Victoria meet up with the other jellical cats again, and we get some jealousy between Mr. Mistopheles and Monkestrap. These fucking names. I'm surprised um, you're you're sticking with him. I abandoned that yeah. a long um, time ago. This is I, I was thinking when I was watching this, Monkey Strap. He, the entire movie he looks like he's wearing glasses and then i couldn't separate him from stephen colbert i kept thinking <laughs> that he looked like stephen colbert the whole time
2: i didn't know who any of these people outside of idris elba rebel wilson and uh james Ch- james corden
0: i really didn't know who anyone else was i mean yeah. other than the big names obviously but sure. i don't know who this guy is but he there's like two male cats that hang around victoria more than anybody it was mr it was the magician and then monkish traps who doesn't have any discernible characteristics other than he's knows everything mm-hmm. um and he also might be fucking old deuteronomy
2: yeah
0: well ian mcclellan is the uh theater cat yes and uh, that's that's really
2: all i know <laughs> yep.
0: um speaking of old deuteronomy we get introduced to old Deut- deuteronomy played by judy dunch um well in the play Old Deuteronomy is a man, so this makes the second time. Yes. Uh, Judi Dench is playing a character that is predominantly male, besides M yeah. in James Bond movies. Um, and she's wearing a cat skin coat <laughs> and might be a hundred years old. That's, that's
2: <laughs> Well, in cat years, well, what are cat years? Are those uh just regular
0: uh, human years? Like, more like five. Um, oh, okay. but um, Munkustrap says that she might be about a hundred. Um, and we learn about what jellical cats are like in their song they're black and white although plenty of cats that we see aren't just black and white Mm -hmm. they're roly-poly there's about 12 lines about them not being particularly big (laughs) Mm -hmm. and basically the song is just to sum up that jellicle cats more or less are just like regular cats um the gel then the jellicle cats do a dance at the egyptian theater and it's weird and griselda (laughs) looks on sad and this is where I get, like, the fucking vibes between Strap and Old Deuteronomy. Yeah, um,
2: Yeah. everything about this movie just really enforces my belief that dogs are better. <laughs> there you go. Right? Uh, if the, if you take away one thing, like, even as a cat lover, you should walk away and just be like, you know what? This movie just, dog. it's just dogs. That's where it's at, it's at man. <laughs> dogs are the way to be. They don't make really shitty musicals about dogs. It's true. They make bad movies about dogs all the time. But That's true. But that's okay because it's still dogs.
1: I mean, the end of the movie shows you the exact tells you the exact opposite. Yeah. Well, um,
0: don't, don't listen to this movie. <laughs> uh, then James Darullo shows up and everyone has a dance off, and then Griselda gets kicked chased off. But then Victoria feels bad. She she goes out to see Griselda, and Griselda sings "Memories," and Victoria sings "Beautiful Ghosts," which is again co- co-written by Taylor Swift, nominated for Best Original Song. Um then we get Gus the Theater Cat song from Syrian McKellen um and I could have went Syrian McKellen's entire career without seeing him lap milk from a bowl Oh, but, that was so <laughs> weird and <laughs> so, so unnatural then this movie happened
1: that was, that was probably that was definitely his choice mm.
0: no
2: no way
1: and
0: just ju- judging by Gus's song and just his appearance even if old deuteronomy doesn't pick him someone should just put him out of his fucking misery because his, his time is ticking <laughs> he was definitely on bar someone kill that fucking cat jesus christ <laughs>
2: uh. well he was probably uh again i think either as the characters or, or as ian mcclellan
0: he wanted out yeah yeah so gus finishes his song and then McCavity steals him away too and then we get skimble shanks the railway cat song and he wears pants and suspenders. And he talks about all. Oh, he's the most important person in the rail system. And he makes sure everything is running smoothly. And then at the end of his song he gets. He spins up high and McCavity takes his soul too. And then that's when McCavity gets his song. As Taylor Swift shows up as his hype man. Or hype cat I guess.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, I don't think they named her in the movie. But she does have a name. But I don't yeah. know what it is. It's like Brumbleboard or something like that.
1: Yeah. Uh would it be or something
0: it's no probably, idea um but she sings his song um with a terrible um Bamba Lur- bomba lurina is her name she has a, a not a great british accent um and she's like the breathless mahoney of this movie so she's just introducing McCavity. um she drugs the entire Jellico cat gang with catnip and uh and it mercifully doesn't turn into a cat orgy um <laughs> at this point it, really it was close could have yeah
2: um it would have attracted my attention more
0: the one thing i thought about while watching this performance this song and dance was i just wanted to give taylor swift the basketball and just see her dunk on everybody because he just towers over everybody else <laughs> no it, it's it's kind of tough to imagine
2: taylor swift as a cat because i just kept thinking of taylor swift as taylor swift because i i find taylor swift attractive so i was just like well this is really ruining my image of taylor You're swift like, so this
0: better not awaken anything in me <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah just just shoot up in a cold sweat I'm like oh my god
0: i'm a
1: furry i'm a furry <laughs> I,
2: I tell jen to just call me some ran- this is my hood name now jen don't <laughs> call, call me dan anymore here call me rum tub tugger and <laughs> it's uh and i just break out into random song uh no it's all of these are so forgettable i couldn't remember i know she sings a song but i have no clue what it is
0: it's just the McCavity song yeah it's basically
1: McCavity's entrance song yeah.
2: do you guys i don't know if you agree with me but there's just there's no like heart behind these songs it kind of feels like they're going through the motions whenever yeah, they, they're- it's
0: just it's let's introduce this cat and then hey next cat next shot
2: that's really all it is right there's no there's no furthering of the story really other Mm -hmm. than just time inevitably marching forward
0: yeah basically um so then mccabe shows up and he announces himself as the napoleon of crime and (laughs) intraselvish just shows up and he's really looking naked as fuck But for some reason, they didn't remove his bulge.
2: Hmm. And
0: all I can think oh. about, once again, is what is you doing? Yeah. <laughs>
2: and from now on,
0: he'll always be known as uh, Idris Elba, star of
2: cats.
1: <laughs> yeah, Idris Elba walked into this and walked into the green screen room completely naked. And they went, you have to wear a nope. <laughs> it's I just that, it like this.
0: Like, you could clearly see the muscle definition in whatever he's wearing. And it just, <laughs> it just, they've... They almost do too good of a job of blending his skin tone with his fur tone. So it just looks like he's just balls naked. <laughs> but he's
2: another one who's wearing a cat skin coat.
0: In the beginning, but
2: not in here. Yeah. Right. Just... Throughout the movie, he does, and then he takes it off at one yeah. point. He's na- He's a naked cat at this moment. Which, okay, so if we had to rank his uh, performances, okay. which is worse, Heimdall or McCavity?
0: Uh... I, think, I don't think he's bad here. I, I think this movie's terrible, obviously. I don't think... I think he's doing the best of what what he has in this movie. So I'll say Heimdall. I don't really remember him in the Thor movies, so I'll say that. Because that was going to be my answer as well. Because he's super wasted
2: on that. Yeah. He could have had a bigger role. But, I mean, this is terrible too. Don't get me wrong. But at least he's trying to do stuff here yeah i think he was
0: just handicapped with marvel like i said i think he's he he's the one that i feel like he's trying to elevate what he has to something that yeah i think everybody else is really i think everybody else is really going through the motions um you know rebel wilson and james corden are basically playing themselves and i mean judy dench and ian mckellen are so old you're gonna get what you get with them right. at this point I kept
2: thinking with with another thing I was thinking of with uh, Ian McClellan was um, he has a I don't know if you saw a bit with Ricky Gervais where he talks about how he like the his method of acting. Did you ever see that clip? No. Oh, is
0: it it from extras?
2: Yes. Right. When he's like, you know, I'm not really a wizard. So when I came to set and Peter Jackson asked me, I want you to play a wizard. This is how my training was. Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, action. You shall not pass, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. I kept thinking, I was like, I wonder if he was doing it this way. It was like, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian, cat. Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't remember what we were talking about now because I just went off on a total tangent.
0: Yep. So the Macavity kind of James Bond villains all his plan. He says that he's made all the contestants disappear, so he thinks he gets the choosing by default. And Deuteronomy says no, calls him a cheat. And then McCavity am with Deuteronomy onto his garbage barge, and McCav- McCavity tries to make Deuteronomy walk the plank, apparently. And they then we cut. Pirates. Yeah, we <laughs> cut. We cut back to the other cats who finally wake up from their catnip stupor. And Victoria says that Mister Mistopheles can conjure Deuteronomy back. Ugh. So we get. The Mr. Mistopheles song. Fuck this song. And he's a terrible magician, but, you know, for a cat, he's a pretty good magician. No. Um, <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> what are um, you talking about there?
2: That's
1: a, that's a me way to look at that Aunt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's a Markism. Um, he's very shy, we find out. And he tries several times, but fails to get old Deuteronomy back. But then they all rally behind him and chant his name. And then he's able to bring her back. That's it. <laughs>
2: This song goes on for like 10 minutes. Yeah.
0: i um, just constantly saying Mistoffelees. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we cut back to the barge where McCavity gets pissed off that um, old Deuteronomy is not there anymore. So he grabs Taylor Swift and they am gray And then Rebel Wilson unzips her skin again. And then I have to see Ray Winstone hiss like a cat and James Corden to cough up a hairball. And then Gus... Uh, Ian McKellen uh, scares Ray Winstone off the plaque by hissing at him. Uh, yeah. Victoria spots Griselda leaving, so she goes after her. She brings Griselda to Old Deuteronomy, and then Griselda sings "Memories" again. As I mentioned, this vocal performance deserves better than this movie. How about that.
1: <laughs> it, in a, with a very, very low bar, this may have been the best part of the movie.
0: It's a, it's a very fine performance. Jennifer Hudson's yeah. an excellent singer, so you know she does exactly what she was cast to do and belt out the, the show-stopping performance. And like I said, she deserved better than this. Most people in this movie deserve better than this, say for maybe a couple of people. Like uh, Gordon and Wilson? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. An old Deuteronomy picks Griselda for the Jellical choice, and then Griselda floats away on a chandelier balloon um <laughs> didn't see that
2: a, part it's a way to describe it i remember it's, it's watching literally you.
0: a chandelier attached
1: boon, to a balloon boon,
2: boon. <laughs> yeah i i watched this from beginning to end don't remember that scene i think i was just kind of done at and, that point
1: and mr mustafelis apparently can conjure fire now
0: yep now it's, he just needed to bust that first nut he yeah. leveled up
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> he's, uh, a,
2: he's a level 10 wizard now
0: yeah good for uh-huh. him uh, McCavity tries to hang on to the chandelier balloon so he can get to the heavy site layer, but then he falls and lands on a statue. And then old Deuteronomy um, just kind of sums up what we've saw here today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then just slanders the fuck out of dogs. <laughs> what, what did she say? I don't remember. She's just like, cats are this, cats are this, and they're definitely not dogs. More or less, she's just saying, fuck
2: dogs. Was it like, men are from Venus, or like, you know,
0: that whole thing? It's just like, dogs could go fuck themselves. Mm, this movie could go fuck itself, how about that? <laughs> and that that's the end of the movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is not nearly as fun as it should be, to be honest with you. Um, it is... It is train wreck through and through, um, and I hope Skimble Shanks was on that train. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. It's um, it, it's not even really creative
2: for a Broadway musical, mm-hmm. right? It, and I, I agree with Mark. I have no idea how this lasted as long as it did. I, and you're right. I think something was lost in translation from the play to the movie, and I don't it's know got, what it is.
0: Yeah, I don't know what is missing in this perf- in this production but there's gotta be something right because yeah. nothing is that popular for so long and winds up being this terrible
1: yeah there has to be a theater element that we're missing um, I, wonder,
0: I wonder if it's really just come like if it just comes down to how they handle making them look like cats no, you know it, to me it, it it's not i mean the
2: the cgi is terrible and you know that's one of the biggest strikes against it but the music is really not good right it's not memorable you get that one song memories obviously but can you is there really anything other than that where you think it'll be stuck in your head
0: no i mean i'm just thinking maybe there maybe there's more like you said like i think maybe it was mark who mentioned that maybe they come into the audience maybe there's a a more audience participation to it i think i think there is something with the cg if they made this just like a cg animated movie it wouldn't be nearly as terrible i think a lot i think it would just be like oh well songs are them terrible but it's like a five this movie like cg but like these these are actors obviously actors poorly cg'd to look closer to cats than what they should be looking like um i think obviously the the costumes from the play probably wouldn't work in a movie either Uh, Just because, you know, you you're a little more lenient when you're looking at a stage performance, because obviously you you're seeing everything live. So there's obviously an expectation that you go into seeing that. Uh, But there's got to be a happy middle ground, you know? Yeah, it's possible. I I wonder if it would have been better if they didn't cast big name actors. I don't even know if that was distracting to me. I really don't. I mean, I mean, it wouldn't be bad. Like, I didn't I don't need to see Idris Elba as McCavity. I definitely don't think it would have hurt if it was people I've never heard of before. If it was like the the revival cast or something like that. I think Mm -hmm. there's I I think there there might be something to that. Um, But I I don't think it was distracting to me. I just I I don't know. It's just there should be a moment when they were in like like early post production where they just like we got to shut this shit down. (laughs) (laughs) Let's stop now.
2: <laughs> I, I I think the biggest question is who was this made for? Right? Was question. there a clamoring for cats? I can't imagine.
1: Right? I don't. I, don't I, know. I would think it would be the you know fans of so you know people part of oh it was 20 years on Broadway. You know there's got to be an audience there. Sure.
2: You sure. Know? I'm sure there is.
0: Yeah. That was
1: probably what the thought. That's probably all the thought process was behind it.
0: And, and I wonder if it was just like Universal, we've we had this license for 15 years and we haven't done anything with it. That's true. <laughs> we're about to lose it. And, um, and I, the the, uh,
2: the executives are probably thinking, well, like, everyone loves cats. Just, you know, go on YouTube. There's cats everywhere. So we'll just do this. And pe- it'll definitely translate from YouTube obsession to uh, a movie. Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, yeah, it, it like you said, it was a huge train wreck. Yeah. I also called just so you, um, I called Grizabella Griselda like halfway like starting halfway through this uh this plot synopsis. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to tell the difference. Yeah, there's no um, yeah there is no difference. No one I knows. switched. But question for you guys: Fuck, marry, kill, Victoria, uh, <laughs> uh, Bamboo Strop, whatever her name was, Bamboo Lorena, or Old Deuteronomy. No. <laughs> 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 Is this in their cat? Oh, no. The, I, I am giving you their their cat names for a reason. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I got to kill uh, Deuteronomy
2: because oh. she's ancient. Mar- if Mark decides to, to, to do the unthinkable, I can't wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm killing Deuteronomy. Uh, no offense to a legend. All right. I just, that's too old. I couldn't get it up. Um Again, Taylor Swift. I like Taylor Swift. I don't know how to pronounce her name, though. Bumblegardner. Um, whatever it is.
1: Oh, it's going to be like rookie of the year. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh,
2: I'm going to... You know what? I, I'm changing. I'm changing it up. I'm killing Victoria because she's useless and kind of annoying throughout this movie. I'm going to marry... Deuteronomy, because she's gonna die anyway. Right? <laughs> she's gonna die soon. Sure. Uh and then yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna nail uh b- uh Bumblebee. <laughs> bambu Arena, whatever. Bumble Arena. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. give her a good a good shag.
1: I'm so mad that Dan switched. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> that was my exact order. Uh, that was exact. <laughs> I, I,
2: I had to think about it.
1: I was like, go oh, good. It's gonna kill. Okay. Mine's going to be different. He's like, no, change it to exactly what you were going to pick.
2: Because I had no interest in Victoria. She was so bland and she doesn't really exude any, uh, just like any sexiness. So I'm like, well, why do I want to marry her or do anything with her?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. The, the, the reason the reason you definitely fuck the Taylor Swift characters is because it, it would definitely give you a story.
0: You got to call her by her actual name. Okay. Not, you're not going to say it? Say that. Say that sentence again, using her name.
1: Bombolucia? Lucia
0: Bombolarena. You fuck Bombolarena because.
1: Because it's a good story. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: is it?
2: <laughs>
1: I don't know. <laughs>
2: I, I I think the reason you do it is because she's definitely been with Idris Elba, so you know she knows how to please Idris Elba, okay. and that's enough, really. I mean, if she's good enough for that, All then right. you, you're you're gonna be probably not as good but
0: i mean good hands exactly or in this case human hands yep
2: now do you do you tell them to shave
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think we we found their instagram
2: (laughs) (laughs) is it or is that being too uh is that being too you know misogynistic i don't know i don't know i mean i can handle it but that's a
1: lot (laughs) i think we lost Ant. (laughs)
0: Oh, man.
1: Like... <laughs> uh, i don't
0: know how to answer that question without us uh, being on some sort of list
2: <laughs> well I'll, i'm gonna i'm just gonna say i at least broach the subject
1: <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna do anything about that is that well you know what I, you know how i do it
2: i tell them like all right listen before this happens uh i need to take She's a shower cats right Yes. Yeah. I say, oh, I need to take a shower. Do, do you need to take a shower? And, you know, however they do it. Like, oh, uh, and I just kind of casually like, razors up there if you need it. I mean, you know, I'm not, I just do it. I just do it very casual. Not like, oh, here, you need to use this. But like, oh, yeah, razors up there and see if they kind of get the hint.
0: <laughs> but again, I've been do? talking about at this point. I'm <laughs> I think this movie <laughs> broke, Dan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> i'm I'm not one to back away from a challenge though, so. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's cats, guys. Do you have any like how do you make this better? I get like, do you have anything else you want to add?
1: I had one thing that I go had ahead, been in discussion with uh, my coworker, you know, because I was like when he told me the ending, I was like, well, if that's the ending every time, why do people go back? I was like, the thing they could have done to maybe make the play a little better. You know, who am I to say what a point it has been on Broadway for twenty years? Um, was like have a different cat win at the end every time. You don't know which cat is winning.
0: This is this is not medieval times, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just decide so, so, the green knight wins one night the orange so, knight wins the next. I hope McCavity gets it this night. So what I'm
1: trying to say is I wanted cats to be more like medieval Knight. <laughs> which
0: could have been better. If that's it's not bad. they serve Warm milk and one, in saucers.
1: One, one half of the room is uh Mr. Mistoffeles cats and <laughs> right. my cat won.
2: <laughs> I could I could I could see that. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> and we did talk about how they uh they like to do uh we don't know for sure, but how they do audience anticipate or not not anticipation, participation.
1: That, that's so, a different thing with audience participation. Now. Okay. So here's a question.
0: You get seated in the audience, the cats. W- which section are you hoping gets, you get sit, sat at? Mark, you, I'll let you go first.
1: Uh, just because they would do something really fun and stupid, I would be put in Mr. Mistopheles' section. Uh,
0: yeah. okay. So you want to root for Mr. Mistoffelees to go to win. Hmm. Okay. I'm not doing James Corden's character.
2: Who was he? He was uh Christopher Jones. No, he can he can live forever. I hope he never gets uh, reincarnated. Um uh not McCavity. Shoot. You know, okay. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Monkstrap. Strap. Strap. Is that how you pronounce it? No, no, I'm changing it. I'm going to Mungo Jerry. Mungo Jerry? Mungo Jerry. I like that name.
0: Okay. And plus, I don't really care who lives or dies in this goddamn play. I'm going McCavity. I want K chaos, chaos Crew as one hand away. Okay. <laughs> I'm
2: I'm t- totally fine with that. I just to me he just seemed kind of just like misplaced evil. I was like, yeah, well, I don't really understand why he wants yeah. to go.
1: And er- early eighties England would definitely make the McCavity section the upper balcony. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, you guys want to plug your shit? Sure. Uh,
2: Aquino 122 on twitter go follow me let's have some fun we'll talk about cats uh and what we could do to them um also stranger damies we are doing a giveaway on our twitter so go check that out it's uh, at stranger damies uh, having a lot of fun there we appreciate everyone's support and uh yeah that's it
1: yeah so um as usual stranger damies airs every wednesday um next episode up is the uh Second episode of our uh, new session. Um, So hopefully you've been tuning in. Uh, Yeah, we're getting to the meat of the campaign. The characters are all level 12, so almost to epic level. Um, Got three more levels before that. So uh, things should be starting to be turned up a bit. Um, So uh, it's on iTunes, Google Play, anywhere you can get your podcast. Um, And then, of course, uh, we're recording this Friday, but coming up on Monday, we have the next episode of the Game Vault Pod. Uh, so be sure to uh, check that out. That's myself, Tom, and Jenny. Um, uh, do that every other week. And then we also stream about three to four nights a week um, probably like Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and someday on the weekend. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And that's at a uh, Game Vault podcast on.
0: Okay. Yep. And we are They Called Us a Movie. You can find us at They Called Us a Movie. com or on uh, all social media. Uh, not all social media, all podcast streaming apps at they call this movie just look for they call this movie it will pop right up uh we are the main you can find us on all social media at the main so that's facebook instagram and twitter you can find us on uh just looking at the main uh we are a proud member of geek vibes nation put together a whole bunch of great shows uh and we are one of them. You can find them at gvnation.com, on all social media, uh, at Geek Vibes Nation, as well as on all podcast streaming apps. Uh, just look for Geek Vibes Nation. Um, they got a bunch of shows. We mentioned Tia's Top 10, um, as well as a bunch of other Geek Vibes Live. I know Dan has popped up on there a number of times. Um, great bunch of people. Um, something for everyone there. Um, and that's going to wrap it up here. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, the main gmail.com is our gmail. Please go on Apple iTunes or wherever you get, uh, your podcast and give us a rating, give us a review. If you got that kind of time, well now we're all kind of stuck inside. So you got plenty of time to review podcasts. Um, and that would help us out a great deal. Um, and that's going to wrap it up. Uh, then, this was *Cats*, from, directed to, by Tom Hooper, and I am at Ant, I am Anthony DelVecchio. You can reach me at antdelvec on Twitter. So for Dan Aquino and Mark Myers, this is Anthony DelVecchio telling Tom Hooper to go fuck himself.